When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diamond Dave. This is Al, your pal. This is Mike Two Eggs Any Style. And Eddie Van Prisoner of the Fourth Arthur Dimension. Good evening. Good evening. Hey, schmack a gob everybody. This is uh, a show that uh, I'm excited to do, but I'm also sad to do. This past weekend, or this past week, uh, we believe it was Tuesday, we lost my favorite guitar player, Edward Van Halen, as well as my two guests. And I'm very, very excited to have these two guests. Um, first, I want to introduce somebody that I've known since the third grade. Am I right, uh, Yai? Third grade? Buddy, I think it's actually uh, maybe even second grade, but it, it's close enough, man. I think, uh, yeah, Mayhem Walters. Mayhem Walters, since yep. elementary school. And, uh, yeah, this was my best friend way back in the, in the school days, and we discovered a lot of things together. But we'll get a little more into that. And my other guess is somebody that is known in the podcast community, of my podcast community, but has never heard him. Somebody that's mentioned a lot, but he's never been on a podcast. And here he is now, finally, Mr. Ruben De La Rosa. Hello, Breed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I got two of my uh, inspirations on the podcast of Van Halen here, and I'm super excited and honored. Hylia uh, Legends, yes. uh, these guys are. And right before we get into Hylia, and I'm going to tell you something that Yai probably doesn't even know. It's so weird, but Ruben knows this. Um, me and Yai were inseparable. We hung out all the time. But then I moved to Miami Beach around 1984. And, we, you know, we were still friends, but, you know, we weren't hanging out at, as much at the, t- at the same time. But right then, right when I moved to the beach, Yai started hanging out with Ruben. And... Right. Uh, and yep. then Ruben became, you know, part of the gang of Hialeah. And then I met Ruben in 1999 at Churchill's. And he knew me from the college radio, right? Yep. Yep. He knew me from the college radio show. So uh, we met at Churchill's. And I remember you gave me a mixtape you made for me. And, and you put on the mixtape your phone number. And you said, give me a call. So I gave him a call one day, and this was back in the day of caller ID. Yep, yep. And, and Ruben saw Ralph Vieira calling him, and you didn't even pick up and say hi. You just picked up and going, yo, yeah, are you the first, Yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing I said. I go, because Yai used to talk a lot about you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, Ralph Vieira, seeing TNT, and then it just everything. Like in, the, in those days, it was like, oh, my God, it was like the greatest thing. And then when I finally saw Rafiera on the caller ID, I was like, man, are you the Rafiera Yai's friend? He's like, you know Yai? <laughs> and I was like, Yai, bro, that was like the godfather, like the the the, the legend, brother. He took me under his wing because he saw that I knew I, I knew the ways, uh, you know what I'm saying? But and he just He's a friend, bro. He's one of my best friends. I, you know that because he's one of your best friends. Yeah, I mean it's funny because you know, in 1984, you started hanging out with him, and I didn't meet you till '99. It was more like '85 when I started hanging out with these guys. But uh, yeah, it was like right there, yeah, you know, right close. on the cuff. Yeah, yeah, we met him through like Chris uh, Rivas, psycho. Chris Rivas, Frank Blanco, uh, the, those guys. Like you know, they they, they would always talk about Yai. And when I walked into his room and I saw two chicks and a bunch of Van Halen and Queensryche and Vandenberg posters, dude, 
You have me at the door, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man of War. It, it looked like a Man of War type of thing. Fuck it. You know, the binga. Incredible. Incredible. That is funny, man. Yeah, that's my little brother, man. Little brother I never had. <laughs> yeah. Always. Always. Always treated me, bro. Uh, special, bro. I, uh, this is about Eddie, and I'm about to cry for Yai. But yo, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yai, Yai, Yai is a, a godly person. I mean, yeah, he is. He's godly. They don't, he's they don't make they don't make many people like Yai. No, and, no, no. Uh, so you know, like we were saying earlier, you know, me and Yai, like you remember Yai, we were we weren't really music fans. We were movie fans. Right. Exactly, uh, man. Time. We'd go see like. Rocky and Slapshot and what was a uh, Bad News Bears breaking training or something like that? Breaking training, man. Back in the day, yeah, I remember seeing in your house the Onion Field on HBO. Man, that was a long time ago. Over the Edge. Oh, yeah. over the edge. Remember this? Remember, and we'll get into Eddie in a second. Remember this, Yai? You and I went to Kmart and they had the Over the Edge soundtrack, and I bought it before we ever saw that movie. Yeah, I remember that because Van Halen, because they had Cheap Trick and Halen on there, man. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I bought it, and I didn't get to see that movie till like three, four years later on HBO, like at one in the morning, because it wasn't. I don't remember it showing in the theaters down here. I so, saw, I saw it on on TV. My dad had on TV, and I saw it through there. But oh, that that's rare that you guys. And Ralph has the soundtrack, so that's even more fucking dude. That's I still super have. Rare. Yeah, we love that movie. Matt Dillon, wow, that was an excellent yeah. movie. I think that was Matt Dillon's first movie, if I'm not mistaken. It was, uh, and he he wasn't even an actor. They just hired him on his looks, and look, he became big. Bro, what what, what year was that movie? Like the seventy nine. Seventy nine. So they already had the Power Rage, uh, the Angus thing on there, and they had the if Halen was already out seventy eight. So that were the cheap trick, bro. Yeah, the no, the soundtrack it has to be uh, sick. Power Age was 78, so I'm sure that movie was probably filmed in 78. 78, yeah, probably. And released in 79. Halen was on You Really Got Me. That was the song on that movie, right? Yeah. 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 That was the scene where they went to the house party. Yeah. The house parties you went to, and that song was one of the first ones you guys, and especially you guys, that you went to a bunch of the early fucking parties. I didn't fucking... I was yelling on my home and shit, but I was still fucking... You know, why be at all those? Yeah, Ralph had the killer parties on 38th with his brother Manny, and uh, we had bands playing in the backyard. Oh my yeah, God. remember that? <laughs> That's fucking rare, bro. Uh, and now they we, you know, was, that was awesome. <laughs> everybody, when you go to a party, they have like you know the stereo blasting. We had a fucking band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like killer. Wow, yeah, because my parents, my parents like went to Vegas or something, and while they were gone, we threw this big party and this big. Yellow school bus pulled up. Remember that guy? Oh, that was was that Sal? Yeah, the Oz years, man. Yeah, the Oz years with all these guys: Ralph, the other Ralph, Greg, Sarah, Henry, yeah, all the Fred, six, Fred, <laughs> oh, Fred. Stanley, bro. Yeah, he shows up there with doing his hair. Uh, I remember him jamming. We had "I Love It Loud." Oh my God, the kids yeah. he was there banging back and forth, and he looked like uh, Don Barnes from Thirty Eight Special. He had the beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. The big yeah, frizzy hair. That's fucking rare, bro. It was like, I don't know, 40, 50 people, and they were all hanging out on my mango tree <laughs> drinking and shit. It oh, was insane. Incredible. Yeah, we that's fucking good. Ross' parents used to go to the High Life, bro. We used to party, man. I yeah. I'm back late, so, okay, we could party anyway. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I actually had a house behind my parents' house. So I kind of lived alone even at a young age. Yeah, oh, you, you guys almost went to the Journey Thin Lizzie, man. That oh, right my there. God. You want to tell that story, I Gary, Gary Moore fucking and Neil Sean, bro. I mean, uh, hey, we, we almost saw Journey and Thin Lizzie, and we were going. But what happened, that, Well, was that July 7th? I remember we were at the beach, and I told my dad, you got to take us to the concert. Yeah. Uh, and he gave us a hard time, and, you know, we, we eventually, you know, we didn't go. But I was I was really mad at my dad. And remember, I think at that concert, what happened was uh, there was a fire. Something it, happened. No, no. Uh, somebody got shot. No, not shot, but somebody was shooting a gun outside the outside the highlight at that yeah. show. Uh, 
that, man. But that country, we wanted to go so bad, man. Yeah, I, what I what I recall, and I don't know what you did, Yai, but you pissed your dad off, and he goes, "Now I'm not taking you to the concert." That's yeah, what was, happened. Yeah, he got pissed. His teeth fell out. His dentures. Three times. What a scene, though. God bless him, man. Yai's dad was the best. He was so awesome. You yeah, know, man, he's, he's, he's all the shows, man. He took us to Ted Nugent. Remember when he, they threw up in the van? Were you with us in the van? We went to Ted Nugent with Flip. You know, all these guys, uh, Scream Dream Tour with Pat Travers and the Scorpions. I Scorpions, think yeah. Damn, bro, what a bill. Jesus Christ. In, in his, little, his little van from uh, International Hospital, he took us all in there. He just dropped us off, man. But, uh, yeah, man, that did listen. That was one of the concerts I regret not going, man. I couldn't. Yeah, that, I couldn't. But, and Oz with Randy, man. Those, that's that's heartbreaking. I yeah, go. that one I did get to go to. But remember, Van Halen too. I, 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 I thought you went to that one. No, I did. No, I, I did. I didn't either. But yeah, I didn't go to that one. Which one? The the uh, Def Leppard and, and Ozzy at Sunrise. Never saw Randy. No, no, they're being a. But but you guys saw Fair Warning. Fair Warning and Women and Children. Come on, bro. That's like. Yeah, bro, women, that, that's like, women and that's children, like we had, remember, Yai, we had second round. I think it was you, Yai, that went to Sears early. Yeah, it was Bass Tickets. Bass Tickets, I think it was Sears. Yeah, we got best seats ever, second row. Yeah. And like I said, Van Halen, since that day, I was electrified. Romeo's yeah. Delight, the first one. Bro, I got chills to this day when I, I remember how they came out. They were incredible. The most electrifying thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, unbelievable. And see, me and Yai, we were into movies. But then we, we started dabbling into music. And I remember our first favorite bands with Cheap Trick. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, know how, how you discovered them through a Columbia house, man. Remember, it came to your house. And and it was, yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Dale Hicks uh, made me join Columbia House so he can get a free cassette or whatever. And I picked all these cassettes, and he picked in color for me. He just picked a random album. And I was going to record over it. And Yai was at my house, like maybe a King Biscuit Flower Hour show or something. And Yai goes, why don't we listen to it? Because I looked at the cover, and I thought it was going to sound like the Beach Boys or something. And I put the cassette in, and the first thing we heard was, hello there. And we're like, whoa. And I then know. we became huge. This is before at Budokan, you know? This yeah. was before Van Halen won. You know, we were, this was 77, around 77. there. And, and then we heard that before even their first album, you know, the first yeah. two, man. And then forget about it, man. That and band is one of my top, one of my favorites also. Yeah, we, we became fanatical. That was like our favorite band as kids. And then Van Halen won came along. And forget it. I will never forget to this day, I... Us in your room jamming on uh, Van Halen one and on fire doing air drums. <laughs> yeah, air drums and air guitar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that oh, part, that we were doing it together and shit. We I had know, we had a very special special friendship and a very special, you know, because Yai and me would we we would like you know buy albums and turn us on. I remember, I'll never forget Yai bought uh, if you want blood, the vinyl. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that, I mean, and I'm going to go into a bunch of shit right in a little bit too because all these albums are tying in to my life too, bro. So. But but I got to say, Yai, Yai bought it. If you want blood, I went to his house, check out the sound my body played it. And I said to Yai, well, oh, it sounds good, but I really don't like that singer because I thought Bon <laughs> Scott sounded like an alien. I never heard anything like that at the time. But yeah, he was, yeah. But now he's like one of my favorite singers. I just the first time I heard, it, I was like, "Whoa!" But Van Halen. Let's get back to Van Halen. Van Halen changed everything for us. Even before yeah. Van Halen too, we were in tune with that first album, in love with Eddie, Dave, Michael, Alex. We were just the biggest Van Halen freaks at the time. And yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, and then you know we didn't get to see Van Halen two tour, which played the highlight. We really wanted to go, but we were too young. But then, yeah, you got the, and I'll never forget, man. My dad just bought the hotel in Miami Beach, and yeah, he called me. I I used to talk to Yai on a payphone. I would give <laughs> him the number of the payphone of the hotel that was in the lobby, and yeah, he called me up on the payphone. I got a second row seat for Van Halen. Oh, um, shit. Oh, shit, dude. And we went, and yeah, dude, we were all the way up front, and it was fucking mind blowing. Remember this, yeah? 
David Lee Roth goes, you're all going to be on on TV. And they brought out video cameras. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> on on TV. I remember that, yeah. And, you wow. know, I, I don't know if you read the David Lee Roth book, but in David Lee Roth's book, he talked about that tour and how he would make every show, uh, the crew come out with video cameras that had no film in it. Oh, really? oh shit. So, uh, so it wasn't know. filmed. It wasn't filmed. And he did that at all the shows. But we all went ape shit. Oh shit, we're gonna be on, on TV on a Van Halen concert, you know? But but you know, we told you, uh, Ruben and the audience, how me and Yai discovered Van Halen. How did you discover them? I discovered them because my cousins older brother i mean my my cousins it was like i was me and one cousin it's the second cousin from my uncle's wife but we were all kiss fans we were the same age we're into the same stuff they lived in mango hill they had a brother that was in the military he came back in 78 and he played that a track of uh, van halen one and that day Kiss, it, it just wasn't the same for me after that. It's like, that was my favorite band at the time, and, and I loved them to death, but Van Halen just opened up another world. I mean, it was like, what the fuck is this? You know, a second song was a guitar solo. I mean, and a good one. I mean... I know everybody plays it now, but when you first it's like, what is this, man? What I mean, that guy was out of this planet, man. He changed yeah. the way guitar was from Hendrix. I mean, Eddie Eddie changed everything, man. Changed everything. That's a beast. I, I always and I and and Ralph knows this, and you know this, and everybody knows. I always say it. Revolutionary in the hard rock, heavy metal. Because I'm gonna throw both those in there because like they get their panties in a bunch, but heavy metal in in the '70s was what people would consider hard rock today. And that was heavy metal. Yep. But, ACDC. ACDC, fucking uh, Nugent. Halen. What the call. Well, Halen was metal. So fuck that shit. They were, they were fucking metal. I don't care what people say. Because everybody from black metal to death metal to, to anything have given the props to that guy. And like cried like we have. Because we cried. Oh. Yeah, he yeah, was, was the first one that called me. And I was working. I was like, damn. Two calls and a message. But when I heard the message, it was tears. My mom, I called. I called my mom. And she already knew. She was crying because she knew I was crying. I didn't play guitar ever, but uh, it's just, <laughs> I wish I did. And I know it's so hard to play the guitar. And this guy played it with you know so much ease and he loved that instrument, man. He lived 24-7 for the guitar. I actually walked outside and had tears in my eyes. I told my wife, I got to step outside for a minute. And I had to call my friends. One was, you know, Ruben. Uh, of course, Frank Fernandez, because he's a big Van Halen fanatic. Uh, and, of course, I thought of Ralph right away, but I know Ralph probably knew before anybody. So. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Manduli, another. Oh, Bernie Manduli, uh, yes. Oh. Big, big, uh, big, how, big, how did how did you find out, Yai, uh, about Eddie? Man, I was uh I was next door in Law's house, and my friend uh, Novell Varela he used to work at a uh, Brandsburg. He goes, "Are you working?" And I go, "No, no, I'm over here next door with my in laws." He goes, "Eddie just died." I go, "What?" And I I, I couldn't even uh, I couldn't even think for a second. I go, "Are are, are you kidding me?" So then his wife. Googled it also because they, they told them and right there TMZ news that uh, Eddie had passed away from from uh, from cancer. He, you know, his health turned to the worst in the last 72 hours and he, and he passed away this morning. And yeah. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. that's how I heard it I'm, and, uh, from him. So how did you hear Ralph about it? I was I was with you remember Eve. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Eve is down here. Uh, she still lives in New York, and, and she wanted to get the record store exclusive of a Fleetwood Mac Rumors album. And when we pulled into uh, a record store, like I got a text while I was driving, but I never look at my phone while I drive. And I pulled in and I looked at the text, and it was my friend saying, Eddie Van Halen died with the link of Wolfie's announcement on Twitter. 
And I looked at it and I said, oh, my God. And I look at Eva. I go, Eddie Van Halen died. And she was in shock, too. And then she was like, are you okay? And I was numb, dude. I, I, I didn't know what to feel. I, I, I didn't know. So we walk out. And even while we're walking in the record store, she's like, you're okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And we go in. And I'm looking through the albums. And there were albums I'm sure I would have bought. But I wasn't paying attention to the album. I was just so numb. I didn't yeah. cry. I was too numb to cry. I didn't, I didn't have those emotions. And then uh, when I took her back to the hotel where she was staying at, I had to use the bathroom. And when I went in the bathroom, I, I lost it. But I composed myself. I came out. And I'm still talking. We're listening to Halen. And I said, I felt it coming, like, really bad. Like, I wanted to cry. And I didn't want to cry in front of her. I said, look, Eva, I got to go, you know? So I go in my car and I put on my iPod. We were listening to Halen, and then a simple rhyme came on, and I pulled over and lost it. Just that intro to simple rhyme, I just fucking lost it. And I turned off the music and I drove home, fought traffic, and fighting tears. And I got home. I took a shower. I sat down in front of the computer and I saw a bunch of people talking about you know Van Halen, the musicians. And when I saw what Tony Iommi said. I fucking yeah. lost it. And I wanted to make a video, in which I did that night, but it took me two hours to do it because I couldn't compose myself. I just was, I, look, man, Malcolm Young, you know Randy Rhodes and Lemmy and, and, and uh, Ronnie Dio. James Dio. I cried for all those guys, but not as uncontrollably as I did for Eddie. I don't know why. I mean, I know why, but I'm just saying it was just, I cried, so and I cried the next day too, man. I mean, I, but I made the video. You can see it on YouTube when I did a tribute to Eddie. And yes. in the video, yeah, check it out. In the video, there's certain parts where I you see it edited because I just start crying during uh, my little tribute. But you don't see me cry. You can see me about to, and I, you know, I I had to cut those parts out. And at the very end, I was like. I'm done. I, I felt like I was about, about to cry again. I, I didn't even say thanks for watching or goodbye. I was like, I'm done. And I just walked away from the camera. It was it was yeah. a blow, man. It was a serious, serious I, blow to the system. I was, never, I was never affected by a death of any musician or actor. I mean, I was a little shocked when Kobe Bryant died, you know. And I, even though I wasn't a Lakers fan, but, you know, Kobe hit, hit me because of his family, his kids, what happened. I got... You know, died in that helicopter, but you know, and when Elvis died, you know, August sixteenth, oh, yeah, I remember, I remember that, that. Day, Michael Jackson died, but money, nothing like Eddie because you know Michael's a legend. Okay, yes, but for me, Eddie, Eddie has been my idol. Like I said, even though I didn't play guitar, something about him, man. I, 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 uh, I don't know, something about Eddie that just you know, you know, you don't have to play guitar. That the the way he played that guitar really tugged at our emotions our soul yeah. you know he wasn't you know yeah. and i've i've had arguments you know because in the past i've said eddie's my favorite guitar player and i've had some jackasses say ah eh, he was just flash i'm like you don't know shit about van listen to secrets is that flash listen to little dreamer is that flash but even the shredders like momstein all these guys man you know they all know that eddie changed everything they admit it man momstein and Demiola really don't give too many props to anybody. And they really gave a lot of props to Eddie, you know, like saying, because this is the truth. Eddie, you know, uh, Demiola was doing his thing and fucking Ingve, Ingve came out after. Like I said, well, I was, was going to tell you guys, revolutionary, revolutionary. And, and you know what? As people said, oh, diver uh, down, too many covers. And, stuff. And, and me and Ralph have talked about this, too. That dancing in the street. I heard it the day Eddie died. I heard Hartford teacher and dancing in the streets that day on Big 106. Uh, yeah, Big 106. That whatever they they say is classic rock, which isn't yep. classic rock, anyways. But a fucking um, they played those songs, and I had a friend of mine with me, and I go, I go, you see, I was never a big dancing in the streets fan, but how they did it with the volume swells and. And then Eddie and just, bro, like I said, you can't top fair warning in my, in my opinion. That's my favorite album. Like you, you guys know that you can't top that 
what else are they going to do? Listen to all the other songs, Full Bug, uh, Secrets. Those are fantastic songs. Well, you know, you know, Dancing in the Street was a song that Eddie wrote before it turned into Dancing in the Street. You uh, told me. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, and I say this to everybody. When people say, ah, too many covers, man, go listen to Times Gone by the Kinks, which I like, by the way, but it sounds nothing like the Halen version. Dancing uh, no. in the Street sounds nothing like the Halen version. Maybe the closest would be Oh Pretty Woman, but still, it's more yeah. raunchy. And what Eddie, and it's really Eddie. What Eddie does in Oh Pretty Woman makes it dirty and nasty. And what other covers? Big Bad Will, I, I don't even know what that sounds like, but I heard the original Ice Cream Man sounds nothing like uh, Ice Cream Man Van Halen did. You're No Good by Linda Ronstadt? Come on, bro. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. You're, you're, you're kidding me, man. They, and, and, and Eddie said it himself in, in this interview that's on YouTube from the Diver Down era when he was like, you know, people saying too many covers, but it's harder to write a, a, a song and make it a cover than to write your original song. It's harder to remake a song and make it your own than writing your own song. And But later on, Eddie kind of felt different and he hated Diver Down for the covers. But dude, it is on YouTube. In 1982, he defended the covers and everything he said about those covers. He was right. So everybody out there that says, ah, too many covers, you're an idiot. Because they aren't covers. They, they're Van Halen songs uh, interpreted through older songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. Did we go to that? Or twice, Ralph. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, yeah, we went. We went to Judas Priest, right, that's right. and then we went to Diver Down. Remember, Judas Priest was the same night as Diver Down's first night at the Sportatorium. That's right. We went to one and then the other. Was that Defenders of the Faith tour, Ralph? No, yeah. that was uh, no, screaming. screaming, screaming. Oh, sunrise. And that the bro, that's fucking crazy, bro. Two two fucking shows it's like two, that. Two phenomenal shows. You know, one thing I don't, for, I, I never forget this. And I don't know if you'll remember this, Yai. At the Diver Down tour, before Van Halen came out, they blasted super loud on the PAs that song that goes, Oh, what a lucky man he was. I think it's Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Do you remember that, Yai? I don't remember that, no. Yeah, they blasted it super loud. I mean, deafening loud. Like, why the fuck are they playing this song so goddamn loud, you know? And then when the song was over... The lights went down, and Van Halen came out and destroyed. And the one thing I remember so much of the Diver Down was that that knee slide that oh, fucking yeah. Eddie did was like 30 feet long. It was like, God was, damn, look at that. <laughs> it was overalls that he had, the white and red ones, I think, yeah. over, right? Yep. Those shirts yep. under. Oh, God. Yeah, that stage was awesome, too. It was, yeah, yeah, it had the stripes on the stage. There's pictures online of, the, of that Sportatorium show. Yeah, I we all know, um, and I know this is going to be hard for you, I to pick. Well, we all know Ruben uh, thinks Fair Warnings are best album. What's your favorite album from Van Halen, Yai? I gotta go with Halen One, man. Man, it's hard, but uh, yeah, that's definitely it. But I love Halen Two also, and then and but Warning is probably the best tour I've seen. It's got to be. Well, I never yeah. saw Halen One or Two, but Warning is probably my best, the best concert, man. My best yeah, tour. Well, I was with I was with you and my brother at Fair Warning in the nosebleeds. Yeah, we had a high ass. Yeah, I see. And 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 think of this, yeah. We saw the previous tour second row. Yet Fair Warning, I'm telling you, dude, not only the best Halen show I ever saw, the best show. Period. I've never seen a show as good as Fair Warning by any band, even Van Halen. That yeah. fucking show was. And before we saw the Fair Warning tour, the greatest show I ever saw in my life was Women and Children First. You know. So, but my, my, I agree with you. I, my favorite is the first one and I'm weird. Cause I like Van Halen albums in order. My favorite is fair. Uh, the first one, then Van Halen two, then women and children, then, uh, fair warning, then diver down, then 84. I like a uh, diver down more than 84. I just, I, I, to me, diver down and Van Halen two are both the ultimate beach fucking music. Yeah. yeah. Halo two beautiful girl, come on, man. Yep, that's 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 incredible right there. Woman in love and uh, hang them high, man. From Diver Down, that's so yeah. incredible. And the full bug, but Diver Down has a different. Diver Down has more brown. Nineteen eighty four doesn't have brown, but nineteen Girl Gone Bad is pretty fun. And Top Jimmy are pretty fucking badass. It's hot for teacher. Yeah, doesn't I mean? 
Don't you also, think Hopper It's hard, man. It's fucking Hopper, hard. Hopper Teacher's kind of got that brown sound, don't you agree? No, Hopper Teacher has that brown sound. Yes, it does. It does, but uh, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about as a whole. I I love I love House of Pain, but I do have a complaint about House of Pain. I don't know if you guys have noticed this or will agree. Don't you think Dave's voice is a little too low in the mix on that song? Yeah. It's it's too low. All right, right, Ruben, what would be your second favorite Van Halen album? Of course, it'd be one. It has to be one, even though Out of Love Again is my favorite song, but one... There, there, there's no fillers. Even the, and I know I'm gonna take heat from a bunch of people. Uh, Fear Your Love Tonight is my least favorite song on the record. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I would say Jamie's crying, and I love Jamie's crying. Well, okay, uh, no, yeah, no, no. Uh, Jamie's crying would be my least favorite, but On Fire, Eruption, Running with the Devil, Atomic Punk, got me Atomic Punk. Uh, my favorite is On Fire. After yeah. Out of Love Again. As favorite songs, "On Fire" is that song. You know, right after you, know, you know, Ruben, I'm I'm exactly with you, except the opposite. "On Fire" is my favorite, and second, "Out of Love Again." Fucking yeah, okay. Well, what am I gonna, I'm gonna? I'm not gonna argue about that. No, shit. no, no. I'm just saying we both have our two top Van Halen songs are the same, just in different orders. Do you have a favorite Van Halen song, Yai? "Light Up the Sky." Yeah. Okay. Oh, that kicks ass. Light up the sky. Oh, Romeo's delight. But man, out of love again is probably one of my favorites also. And Alex's drumming is out out of this world in that song, man. That, that's what Ralph always says. He goes, he goes, You love Eddie on that, but Alex is the one that really shines on that. I'm like, Yeah, I, I just love that song, period. Eddie Eddie kills on Out of Love Again. Don't get me wrong. But I just think out of love again, Alex is the VIP because if you listen closely to Alex's playing on Out of Love Again, dude, it sounds like a drum solo all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the groove on that song is so stinky. It, like, gets all over you, man. It's hard to, like, scrub off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. He made the song beat it, man. That guitar solo is just out of this world. Buddy. Well, you know, yeah. you know, a funny thing about that was Michael Jackson wasn't in the studio. And, and Eddie did the solo. On one take, and Quincy really? Jones was like, oh, my God. And then Michael Jackson comes in and says, you made this song way better. And they kept it. And Dave was pissed because Eddie got no money for that. Two, two, uh, six, uh, I think it was two 12-packs of beer is what they paid him for that. You know, I, what I did like, what I did uh, read today was uh, Alex and Wolfie are going to go into the, to the vault and start, okay. I got no problem with that. I love that shit because I I know I'm gonna hear some badass motherfucking shit. But I was like, anything would be the whole concert from Oakland, from Oakland, bro. Uh, no, it it does it doesn't exist. Yeah, um, Michael Anthony in an interview said that they only filmed those three songs, and it, they played two nights at the Oakland. Which, by the way, I was at the Oakland Arena that same place. Two years ago, CELO, I, I was at the historic arena. But Michael Anthony came out and said they only filmed those three songs both nights. Oh, man. But, but you know, it's a good question. How about that 79 show with Dance the Night Away and Bottoms yeah. Up? And well, it, does that exist? You're no good. That man. I would like to know. And here's another mind blowing thing. I don't know if you saw what I did recently on, on Facebook, Ruben. But there is a video they filmed for Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon in the park and one foot out the door. They I saw saw it. It. You saw it? And I'm like salivating. Dude, yeah, there's there's pictures of the video shoot. They're, they're outdoors and there's a big dinosaur behind them. And they filmed one foot out the door and Saturday night, uh, and it was never released. Dude, that is a holy grail thing to see, you know? Yeah. Can imagine that'll be great if they, they let that out because it's yeah. there, obviously. And, and and you know, you're talking about like uh, uh, Van Halen stuff that's unreleased. Think about this Jimi Hendrix died in 1970 and he built Electric Ladyland in what 69, maybe a year, maybe two the most before he died. To this day, 
they're still they're still releasing new Hendrix shit. Can you imagine the archives Eddie has? Because he's had fifty one fifty since what eighty three. Yeah, you know, and the amount of music that guy's recorded that hasn't come out, dude. We're not going to live long enough to hear all the released, unreleased anything they're going to release in the future. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but in 2000, they attempted to do an album with Dave. Michael Anthony, Alex, Eddie, and Dave were in the studio recording songs, and then it just didn't work out. I'd like to hear some of that stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't none of the stuff from Different Kind of Truth, though, because that was way before, right? A lot of those songs like uh, Chinatown, that was, that was like real old. No, right. no, China, Chinatown was new, but a lot of songs on there were old, like She's a Woman and... Um, Chinatown and uh, Honey Baby Sweetie Doll were, like, new. Yeah, and As Is was new. Um, and China, there was, like, for me, from that record, Chinatown is uh, my favorite. Nuno talked about, uh, about um, Eddie coming over to his house, I guess, before he got sick, when Extreme was recording something recently. And he said that, uh, he goes, you know, that, that, that Michael Anthony was going to get back in the group and they were going to do a stadium tour and stuff like that. But I guess, you know, obviously with all the other stuff going on, you know, you know, and, and it was going to be the original lineup. It wasn't going to be Sammy or nothing like that. Not, uh, not Sammy fans. Don't get your, uh, you know, panties up in a bunch. And I'm going to come out and I'm going to say it because this is one of the, the biggest things that everybody says with me. And I know I don't have a problem with Sammy when he was with Montrose, when he was HSAS, when he did some of his fucking crappy solo shit, three cock box and all that shit. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something. When you step into the greatest band of all time, and you start dissing that original singer, bro. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They can say, oh, Dave sucked. He was never a good singer. Fuck you. Dave's in my fucking top five. Top Dave's four. an amazing top four. You know, you know what? He's in my top fucking four. And he is in my top four. You know how that shit goes. But uh, Dave's voice. Listen to some of those isolated tracks from the first, second album. Those screams. Bitch, yeah. you can't do them fucking screams. That motherfucker can do them screams. You can't do them. He can't do them now. Okay. I understand that. Yeah. But in those days, that motherfucker did them screams. And they kicked ass. So the fuck thing, you. The, the thing about Dave's voice, though, it's attitude, not technical greatness. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's pure attitude. It's organic. It's fucking, dude. I I agree with you, dude. Dave, Dave, back in the day, bro, one of the greatest singers ever. And it's not, you know, like Pavarotti, Dio, stuff like that, dude. It was all, all fucking attitude, organic nature. And I'll tell you this now: when they were recording Van Halen one, Ted Templeman was like, "Nah, man, we got to get rid of Dave and get Sammy Hagar." And thank God the band stood up for Dave. But really? in retrospect, in retrospect. This is a quote from Ted Templeman. If I would have got Sammy Hagar to join Van Halen in 78, I would have made the biggest mistake in rock history. And of it's true. Uh, I mean, you know, look, uh, this ain't no Sammy Bash fest. Hey, we're, we're saluting Eddie. He wanted Sammy in the band. So that was, hey, Eddie was as responsible as Van Hagar than Sam, as Sammy was. But the truth of the matter is, if Sammy would have came in on the first album and done, you know, every album with Van Halen, it would have it, it would have lost the magic, the organic nature, the lyrics. Dude, David Lee Roth is a wordsmith. His lyrics are amazing. You know, yeah. so the best frontman ever, man. Hands down, the best frontman ever. I don't care. That, that of course, that no, he's he's my favorite frontman of all time, bro. Come on. Oh, fucking Jim Dandy. He is the fucking man. And even Jim Dandy would tell you that. Well, he he goes, I even love Dave myself because Jim, Jim Dandy said it himself, dude. On, he uh, said it himself. He, he did, what Dave did Jim. was he took what I did and made it better. Yai, you were with me, bro. When, when Van Halen, like the first time David Lee Roth would speak during a show, 
after the first two, three songs. And David Lee Roth would stand in the middle of the fucking stage, not say a word because he couldn't because the crowd was going too ballistic. The man would yeah. just stand under a spotlight and he had the crowd in the palm of his hand. Yes. You know, I mean, nobody, I mean, nobody is better oh. than David Lee Roth as a front man. The guy was magic. Yeah. And got to tell you, even when he left Halen, that he had his own band with Steve Vine, Sheenan, and Bissonetti. He was incredible. Yep. He was incredible. I mean, he picked a band to try to kick Halen's ass. And in a way, he did because, you know, Sammy was a little different. And, you know, Dave came out with that eat him and smile and, for, you know, forget about it. Skyscraper, my friend, blow, blew me away. Well, well away, you know, eat him and smile is Van Halen, man. I mean, it's it's a total Van Halen attitude, uh, organic nature. And Dave took Van Halen, to, you know, his solo, more of a Van Halen feel where Van Hagar didn't sound like the classic Van Halen. And they refused to play a lot of those songs, you know. Okay. Yeah. Can I jump in real quick? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I, like I've, I told people recently. And you know me, how hard-headed or whatever. But I said, get up, summer nights, and songs like those, I could see David Lee Roth singing those songs. Those songs could be written for David Lee Roth. Imagine David Lee Roth singing Get Up or, or fucking uh, or Summer Nights. That's total Dave. Think about it. There is a rumor that there is a uh, that they did record Summer Nights with Dave. There's oh, a rumor about that. I didn't, I didn't know that. All right, uh, yeah, he's got to go in two minutes. So okay, uh, okay. I want I want to just say one last thing to Yai. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you, Yai, for uh, joining us on the Ruben De La Rosa show. Yes, he got the lady. You got to do your own podcast, man. You're awesome, Ruben. Yeah, Ruben, you're awesome. You should do your own podcast, bro. Nah, fuck that, yeah, man. dude. You've been great, dude. I'm not. I'm not slamming you at all. I just you. You took over the show and you kicked our asses. But I want to say one last thing to Yai because he's got to go. Yai, remember, like one thing that me I didn't mention earlier is that before Van Halen, you know, we were all into Cheap Trick, but we were super into Kiss too. Oh, big and time, big time into My Kiss, friend. and I'll never Kiss forget. I'll never forget Yai. When Kiss Meets the Fan of the Park was live on TV, I saw it in the living room at Yai's house where in his bedroom, he had a little cassette player next to his speaker on, on his TV in the bedroom, and he recorded it all. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that thing, my friend. Yeah, and, and, Kiss and, changed my life. You know, they were, those guys were incredible, man. The antique on stage, just the up. This was... Very special to me, also. They changed yeah, my you, life, man. They did. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't escape Kiss at our age in '78. Fuck no way, man. I never like it, man. You know, they were incredible. Yep, and 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 not yeah. only that. I mean, we took the little recorders in, into theaters. We recorded The Exorcist and Up in Smoke. <laughs> we used to go to Hialeah Theater. Where the Ruben used to go to that theater, also. Hialeah so, Drive. Where they're on Palm Avenue. Ross, remember that time we went to the theater, man, and you peed all over the floor? Wow. <laughs> remember, remember that? No, but, uh, but, but I was a bad kid. Uh, Yai uh, reminded me earlier, he was the first, I was the first kid he ever knew that that skipped elementary school. <laughs> yeah. Bro, Ralph yeah. skipped third grade, bro. Where's Ralph? So you skipped school. I can't believe it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fuck up. That was a fuck up. I'm I'm amazed I never ended up in jail, you know. Yeah, I know, man. You used to do some crazy stuff. Well, Ruben was all those places too, man. You yeah, think he, yeah. he was every place we went from Saide ahí, la teta en el aire ahí, la teta en el aire. Fucking going to Jefferson's. Ralph, didn't Mister Jeffrey caught you? Remember, caught somebody shoplifting there. It was me. Work. It was dude, my PE teacher, Ferguson. Yeah. Ferguson, yeah, Ferguson, who, yeah. Who, by the way, would screw some of the schoolgirls? Do you remember that? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That, that guy was screwing some of these underage girls at Filer in his little air-conditioned room. Well, that guy caught me stealing at Jefferson's because <laughs> he was a security guard on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he—I'll never forget. He's like, "Hey, Junior." 
I'm gonna say something real quick. This is a shout out to all the Hialeah guitars legends back from the day, man. Angel Marlowe, Tony yeah. Medina, Glenn Kenny. Those are three guys that are damn ass bad Halen fanatics. Who was the guy, Yai, that you and I went to go to his house? Like, yeah, it has to be Glenn Kenny. Glenn Kenny, that guy. Yeah, he we had the room with a Marshall. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I told Ralph. I go, bro, it has to be Glenn. Of, of the local guys, David Scott, man, from Tough Luck. Oh, yeah. But Angel Marlowe's like the guy that I remember when we first got the guitar. He had like a Gibson SG playing ACDC, but the dude was a big, big Halen fanatic, man. And Angel turned out to be an incredible guitar player from... Everybody there? Yeah, you yeah. hear us? Hello? Ruben. I think Ruben... Ruben's... Hello? You hear us, Ruben? Yeah. I see he's still there. Probably his phone went down. Yeah, Ruben but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> his phone gave up on him. But dude, yeah, yeah. I, I would I would love to have you back on the show in the future so we could just talk about all the crazy shit we used to do. Anytime, man. Any day. You let me know. I will Anytime, definitely let man. you know. I, I think Ruben is gone for now, but I want to thank you and Ruben. Uh, this yeah, was man. very special, man. I, I mean, dude, you... you are the one I said, if I'm going to do a tribute to Van Halen, I really want Yai there. Yeah. Know? Yeah, man. One guy that uh that should be with us one day was, should be Bernie Mandoulet also, man. Bernie's a oh. diehard Halen fan. And uh, because he has a lot of memories also. So, right you on. know. But, Ralph, man, you're the man. I've known you forever. You're like my best friend, even though we don't hang out as much. You're like a brother to me. And I, feel I still feel so I feel I still feel the same way, even though we don't see each other. You're like, it's something something about it it's the magic that we have since we were yeah kids, dude I, you know? i'll always uh, yeah bro i still have the same love for you i've always had man i know we don't hang out much but i'm still yeah. glad that uh you're we're still friends and uh you know we talk here and there on instagram and and yep. you know i i never forget like the special bond we had as kids it was yeah, uh extremely yeah. special because we had so many good times with Blinker. <laughs> yeah, man, Juan Alvarez. He he's uh he's gonna listen to the show. I think he asked you when was it. I talked to Juan, man. He sent me some stuff through the mail. We still pick on Juan too. Hey, by the way, and I'm also talking to your brother, which is cool, through Instagram too. Oh, what awesome. Yeah, he's man. Manny Vieira. You know, you know what's crazy? Juan Alvarez is Blinker. Yeah, Juan Alvarez is Blinker. I he's never knew on- that. I never knew that. And you know what? Juan Alvarez left comments. When I, I, I did I did announce it that you were gonna be with me and Juan Alvarez left these comments and I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Dude, now you're gonna talk back to him. I can't believe it, man. You're blinker. Yeah, yeah I, I, he found me, man. He found me through LinkedIn. And then we've been uh communicating with each other also. And so oh, pretty... where 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 does he live now? He lives in Washington. Because me and him, yeah. he was part of the crew. And Marlo, man. Marlo, we knew Marlo years before he ever touched the guitar. Yeah. Angel you know? Marlo, the craziest dude, man. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I remember I remember him uh, learning Golden Country from uh, REO. REO Swaggin', yeah, man. And he, Rest he, in peace, he, Gary Richrath, Yeah, man. Gary wow. Richrath, another amazing you believe that, You believe what he looked like when he died, man? Did you see the pictures of him? Unbelievable. I that's him. Yeah, he was he blew morbidly, up. He blew up. morbidly obese, man. Talking about guitar players, bro, perfect notes, man. That guy was a great guitarist, man. Oh, he, I love he REO. Ate, yeah, he ate frets for breakfast. I still jammed to 70s REO, Nine Lives, you know, Heavy on Your Love, oh, shit like that. Yeah, I, I love still that stuff. love all that stuff, but... So, uh, yeah, we lost Ruben, but Yai, man, I'm glad you did this with me. I really want you in the future shows so we can talk about old times because you and I, man, I'm talking about, what, like 10 years of our youth. We we did a lot of stuff together, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, my friend. From spring break to going to the movies, sleeping over each other's houses, bike riding, everything, man. We did a lot of cool stuff together, and... uh, and definitely people want to hear, you know, our adventures and and old school Hialeah, which is no longer there. But, know, uh, but man, thanks for being a part of my uh, my life, man, through childhood. I'll never change uh, it for anything. I, I, I say the same thing to you and God bless your dad, man. I loved your father a lot. And um, 
And, and your mother too, man. And you know, thank God she's still with us, and thank God my parents are still with us. And yeah. uh, but I want to yeah. thank you, dude. I want to thank you for being part of this show and being part of my life. And you will be back. So thank you thank so you, much, bro. man. Anytime, my friend. Hugs to the parents and your brother, man. Thank you so I, much. I'll, I'll I'll relay that. All right, brother. Have a great night. My buddy, Eladio Fernandez, a.k.a. Yai. I want to thank him so much for being part of the show. And Ruben, we lost him there toward the end. We had a lot of difficulties on this recording, so I did a lot of editing. I did like 10 minutes, 12 minutes of editing, but uh, thank God all the juicy stuff uh, came through. So what I edited, eh, it's okay. It was all right, but nothing compared to what I left in. Anyway, so uh, thank you both. Uh, those are my two great friends, always for the rest of my life. So now it's time, as you know, to go into the Vieira Vault. This week in the Vieira Vault, I got something extremely special uh, having to do with Van Halen. Uh, the first time I saw Van Halen and Women's Children First with Yai, uh, they went to WSHE, a local radio station, for an interview. And I think this is the greatest Van Halen interview. I've heard millions of interviews online. Uh, and, you know, and through the years, through radio uh, broadcasts, but this is the most out of control, crazy interview I've ever heard of Van Halen from Van Halen. Uh, this is hours before we were heading out to the Hollywood Sportatorium, second row to see him live. And it's an out of control interview. It's hilarious. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Let's do this. Celador Concert presents Van Halen. Van Halen in concert at the Hollywood Sportatorium tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Van Halen with high energy rock and roll. Tickets are $9 reserved plus a service fee. It includes parking. No cameras or recording devices are allowed in the Sportatorium. Come on out and rock to the sounds of Van Halen in concert with special guest Caps at the Hollywood Sportatorium tomorrow night at 8 p.m. All right, what are you talking about? It'll be nice to remember. And on August 22nd, see the Kings in concert with Louisiana LaRue at the Sunrise Musical Theater. A Stellador's concert presentation. <laughs> Looks like we got a couple of Queen fans in the studio. I'm Mersky, and we've got the fire. Get the number of that thing. Van Halen band. Hello! In right four part in front of your naked steaming ears, WSHE, it's Van Halen. <laughs> Prisoners of the fourth or dimension. Singing, singing, singing into the fourth or dimension. Beam up, Scotty. No sign of intelligent life down here. Got this word lithium crystals. Oh, just whip out the flame. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to South Florida, guys. Oh, yes, indeed. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> Here we go. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. Sportatorium. You, have you ever played the Sportatorium before? Tonight. As, and then, Tonight. And then at the hotel after. <laughs> Tonight. We've had a lot of calls. People uh, want to know which hotel that is. Uh, what if that's the... Um... Which Holiday Inn? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the one right down the street there. <laughs> <laughs> really, Before we get rolling, uh, I was just telling the guys, we're giving away a pair of David Lee Roth's oh, pants yeah. on the air. We've been talking about it for a few days. This thing's, as you Not said... Not wash them. <laughs> obviously, nobody has yet. And, uh, <laughs> really, I put them on. I mean, we, they came in the mail. They just about walked out of here, and we had a... And what kind of dance step did they do? <laughs> we, <laughs> okay, we're going to hold the pants up. We're holding the pants up now. <laughs> Take the radio. And place it against your body. Now, feel my pants <laughs> as it travels up your spine into your mind. That's all right, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, put the radio down. <laughs> 
Your mom's gonna walk in. You guys. Cut, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Really, man. You know what? We got a special surprise tonight from Miami. We're gonna, we're gonna play all cheap trick songs tonight. How do you guys get this crazy early in the tour? Is it, how long you been at? <laughs> It's <laughs> like you said, it's nice out. I think I'll leave it out. Here comes Mr. Angel, y'all. You better put that out. <laughs> no, no, gotta no, raise no. kids, gotta raise kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, let's see, John Lennon's in South Florida. You got any messages for him? Hey, from Palm Beach. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, Yoko. How about Yoko? <laughs> Now, how far along in this tour are you? How far into the tour are you at this point? Uh, we're on the downhill slide. This <laughs> is day one. According to my probation officer, it's, um, we started in March, and we're carrying on all the way through the summer. We're going around the world with this. We're carrying the 55-ton gun. Ta-ta! Strikes out on the road. And yet another spectacle of production and craze. <laughs> All right, first question, fifth try. <laughs> Where did you go? No, how'd you get were, together? Were you guys like totally sane when this tour started back no in March? influences here. <laughs> it's all based on attitude and the lack thereof. <laughs> hey, you're going to have to ask some questions. Right? Okay. No, going. hey, you guys are doing fine all by yourself. Now, about those pants that we're giving away. We got the, we got the pants. We got a couple of Van Halen albums that the band signed and uh, these five little gold necklaces. You seen those necklaces? Yeah, nice. special Colombian gold, and it took a long time to weave them together, and it got <laughs> crashed by DC three. We had them in and the it crashed. Where's my sister? You're talking about? How about some music off the uh, latest album to get people in the mood for tonight's show? In the mood, daddy. Get us in the mood as well. This uh, sounds like the natives are getting restless. For those of you out there in your cars. For those of you out there in your cars, I want you to take your right hand, reach down between your legs, and gently ease the seat back. Now, casually, <laughs> now casually, grasp firmly but gently the body. Now, ease it to the right. You got you got to talk up to the post. Element eleven. Everybody wants some at 103 She. <laughs> that. That was a cheap trick. <laughs> that was Van Halen on She. They're here in the studio admiring. Admi I didn't know you guys were such Pat Benatar fans. We are. We're <laughs> sitting here looking. We're sitting here looking. We're trying to figure out what her legs really look like. We're sitting here looking at a at a picture of Pat Benatar. Here. Holding it in one hand. And um, Mike, what what is your favorite part of her body in this picture right here? <laughs> the background. The back. <laughs> yep, she ain't got no jackbone. <laughs> What's a Jack bone? Well, that's the that's Jack Daniels bone. <laughs> I get a Jack Daniels bone, but Pat's not doing it to me. Michael likes a girl who knows what she's doing because after a bottle of Jack, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Benatar, yes indeed. Uh, no, Ed, Ed told me a little story about her the other what? The other night he said, "Roll over, darling." She said, "I am over." And it was like, <laughs> What's and your favorite? Uh, the part relationship has been going downhill ever since. And um, People Magazine had to scratch the story. Ed, what's happening here? Uh, uh, what's going on? I don't want to discuss it. Okay, let's let's talk about brown M and M's. Let's get serious now. Oh, uh, that's a simple case. What happened is we were playing in Pueblo, Colorado. And um, you know our con in our contract with the promoter, you know, for the stage size and for 
where the you know the lights and the PA, the whole thing reads like a book. And so as a joke in the middle, we stuck in a thing that says no brown M and M's. I think he skipped that page. <laughs> and uh, we walked backstage, and, and there were brown M and M's in the uh -oh. dish. So we told them we weren't going to play, and uh, we got very emotional about it. And we threw all the food around the dressing room. And uh, they decided to cancel all the concerts because the kids went crazy. People went crazy during the show, which, of course, we have no control over. And, um, you know, they blamed the whole thing on my brown M&M's, man. So better be cool or you're going to get a note with a brown M&M in it through your window, Jack. Is, is, that, still, is that still in your uh, contract, that brown M&M's? Yep. <laughs> brown M&M's things get out of hand. That's right. I think you haven't seen any since. <laughs> out of hand and on the wall. That's the title of our next album. Disco uh, religious punk uh, effort with 15 pages of accompanying text. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, so yeah, if you listen to it, we're going to give you a test. Yeah, we're going to give you a small, quickie quiz. And we're then, on the uh, row with the Moron Tabernacle. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> with, all, with all this time on the road, you guys start any work towards the next wait, wait, album? Wait, that guy in the back. Come rock. Dang, dang, dang. Oh, I'm gonna sing tonight. Cut out. He's alright now. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, oh, he's at Benatar's so. picture again. <laughs> Dave, come on. <laughs> who, who else are you guys fans? We've already slammed Cheap Trick, Pat Benatar. <laughs> who else do we care about? What's your name over there? there? <laughs> Kelly Lang. That's Kelly Lang. <laughs> Who's Kelly Lang? News I Center Four. Never heard of her. News Center Four. The queen of the figure four leg lock. Oh my. <laughs> And she got Michael in a figure four, held it for 20 minutes the other night, man. He hasn't been able to look over his right shoulder since, uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> Check him out on stage tonight. You think I'm lying? Well, Why would I lie? Well, I just met you. While we're admiring all the posters in the studio, uh, what, what about this poster? Dave, hey, we're looking at that Pat Benatar poster. <laughs> We're looking at the poster that came with the latest Van Halen album. Uh, hey, that poster's made it to more ceilings than uh, any other poster in rock and roll in the last five years, man. So there's yeah. got to be a, there's got to be a story behind this poster. Yeah, there is a story. My love life is quadrupled. So, <laughs> but you know, as for the four of us, and I think I can safely speak for the four of us in saying that even though it's a tough job, somebody's got to do it. And, um, <laughs> we're, we're taking them one by one, or two by two, or three by three, and um, we're trying to work our way, you know, across the uh, villages and hamlets of uh, America and the world. So, women and children first. So Absolutely, so, women and children first is actually more of an attitude, you know, than uh, a title, you know. Well, <laughs> I don't think he knows. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm finding out. Drift. I'm finding out real fast. You know where I'm coming from, man. <laughs> Can you dig it? You we understand? knew you could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said it couldn't happen here. It can't happen here. But it can. I was going to ask where you're from, but you're obviously from L.A. I'd rather be the mayor. Hey, is, hey is for no, horses. <laughs> What'd you say? With a, no. With all Did he the, ask a question? He said we're from L.A. No. Wait, no. silence. He's asking a question. Where are you from? I'm from Indiana. I'm from Chicago. Where are we from, Al? Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Amsterdam. what? Uh, <laughs> New Jersey. Amsterdam, New Jersey. Amsterdam, New Jersey, you got damn New York. And Amsterdam, New York, you got Connecticut. And then you connect it, get the dots, and then you <laughs> go to Maine. <laughs> We're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna play a couple of commercials. Oh, Jesus, going to David's getting out of control. We're gonna play a couple of commercials and come back and uh, and, and hang out with Van Halen. I can't get no traction. I'm gonna throw up. Where were you sleeping last night? Wouldn't it be better on a, oh, forget it, <laughs> on a in a space yet. flotation net? <laughs> Come and taste the world of Van Halen. <laughs> Open wide, spread them far. <laughs> we'll fill you up right to horror. Right to horror? Open wide, <laughs> Backstage tonight, the exclusive Van Halen Club, where we'll <laughs> nigger up front, poker in the rear. Uh, here we go. Hey, if you're not sleeping on one, you're just not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bombadida, 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 When we're together, when Van Halen comes around, it's sunny. Wow! Happy trails to you. Tell we Incidental punishment after the ball is blown dead. <laughs> Jump ball. Jump ball. Jump ball. <laughs> Never realized the guys were so shy and laid back. Yeah, you will the next time you interview Journey, man. <laughs> like to thank you guys for coming hey, by well, here. Yeah, but you won't because uh, <laughs> But we won't. We'll see you tonight at the Sports Atari. <laughs> yes, indeed, friends. Be there, be square. We'll be hopping and bobbing and popping with the best bet for the boss beat at the top of the pop. Smash, go! At the time we tunes for those with a textured taste. Ow, this is Van Halen out in the swamps, and I got no time to waste. I'm Diamond Dave. This is Al, your pal. This is Mike Two Eggs Any Style. Yeah. Eddie Van Prisoner of the Fourth Arthur Dimension. Good evening. What an insane interview. Well, that brings an end to another Vieira Vault. I had to delay the Lee Gertzman episode where we talk about the first Blues of Cult album. That will be up next week. Uh, hopefully nothing bad will happen. So I, I don't have to cancel it again. So tune in next week for the great Lee Gertzman and me talking about the Blue, first Blue Oyster Cult album. And again, thank you, Yai and Ruben De La Rosa. You guys rule beyond the call of duty. So thank you all for listening, especially if you're listening right now. And thanks to everybody out there that leaves uh, uh, comments and um, shares my show. And uh, leave some iTunes comments, and I'll read it on the air, and I'll ma- I'll give you a shout out. So till next week, my friends, smack 'em a gob. <laughs>